Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. The Consumer Corner on Lunchtime Live. We were talking a few weeks ago about the cost surge in hotel prices. This is the night of the Taylor Swift concert in Dublin next year. It seems, though, it's not the only issue that fans are up against. Rachel is with us on the line. Rachel, tell us what happened to you. Hi, Andrea. Um, yeah, so like everybody, I suppose, um, I the day the gigs were announced, I had the the laptop open there, tried to book a hotel room, and I found one for €265. Euro. Um, I won't name the hotel, it's city centre location. Yeah, go on ahead. This is for the night of, this is for one of the two nights, is it for Taylor Swift next year? Yeah, exactly. So obviously there's still the the obstacle of actually trying to get a ticket get as tickets, well. Yeah. Um, so I had one browser open for the queue for the tickets and the other one then for the hotel. So as I say, found one for 265 and went ahead and booked it. And yesterday then I got an email to say the booking was cancelled. And is this, did you get the email directly through the hotel or was it through a third party site? A third party site. So I booked it through a like a hotel booking website and yeah. um they didn't really give a reason. It just they just said in the email due to internal reasons. So I'm not sure like what, what that means. It didn't go into it. Um and out, yeah. of, and, out, and out of curiosity, Rachel, um were you able to get onto the hotel or to speak to them or to chat to anybody there? No, I've sent a reply directly to the customer service of the booking site that I used. So I'm waiting to hear back. But um, like, I mean, I'm not an expert in this field. For all I know, this could be, it could be legal for them to do it. It doesn't make it right. But um, they did say, oh, we can provide you with alternative accommodation. But So they sent me a link for the alternative accommodation. I had a look and um, it's actually, it's near Wicklow. So I'm living in Mead, Andrea. There's no point in me heading the opposite direction um, when the whole point of booking the hotel is to have the convenience of staying in the city centre and to make a night out of it, you know. Well, Sinead Ryan is with us as well um, here for Consumer Corner today. Rachel, stay with us. You've been listening to uh, Rachel's... Oh, I have. And what yeah. a rotten thing to happen. Uh, and it's not just Rachel. I've been hearing lots of anecdotal evidence of this uh, happening, uh, particularly and curiously around the Taylor Swift gigs, which are next June. Uh, and it seems to me that a number of, of uh, accommodation outlets have um, uh, snafued their uh, bookings, double bookings, over bookings, computer glitches. Amazing, really, isn't mm. it? Uh, look, there, there's no doubt that there is an element uh, of price gouging going on here. Uh, it has happened before. We have seen it with hotels, uh, mainly in Dublin when there's gigs on uh, and it is happening now. I have no doubt about that whatsoever. Uh, and it's particularly annoying because the hospitality sector has enjoyed a reduced VAT rate uh, during COVID, money to restore it, you know, for after the pandemic. Uh, and the government have made, and, and Leo Varadkar particularly, has made um, no um, kind of not hiding the fact that if they don't behave themselves, that they will step in. Uh, I would like to see that happening sooner rather than later. Now look, it's not all hotels, it's not even most hotels, but it's really annoying when this happens because now there's the availability is both restricted and now extremely expensive. Can, can In Rachel's situation though, can they do that? Unfortunately they can. 
Uh, now, when you take out a contract for anything, you have to um, have an offer of a room, you accept the room and then you pay what's called consideration, which is some money towards it. Now, the law doesn't distinguish the term. The, the rules for consumer rights don't distinguish really between whether you've paid up front for the room or you've opted to pay on the day at the hotel, which is what websites like, mm. say, booking.com, hotels.com allow you to do. Uh, however, um, the law only allows, it, it allows hotels to, or, or people to cancel the, the hotel based on the terms and conditions of the contract. But there's no automatic right. And I was talking to the uh, Com- Competition and Consumer Protection uh, people this morning and their lawyers say there's no automatic right for consumers to retain the original booking. The only right that they have is that they are restored financially if that booking is cancelled. Rachel, just on that, had you made any payments towards the accommodation once you booked it? No, it was book now, pay later sort of a situation. So I just gave them my car details and it was it was pay at the, at the time, I suppose. Yeah. And look, I, I'm not saying that the news would have been better if you had paid up front. But what I what I would say is it's much harder for a hotel to undo and refund booking or multiples of them, because, Rachel, you know, I'm sure you realise this is nothing personal to you. I'd say it's been done over and over. Mm. Uh, it's much harder for a hotel to do that, uh, to refund somebody who's already paid where the money's already in the coffers than it is to go through a third party booking site and say cancel, 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 and then, you know, have some. <laughs> Excuse and me. Out of curiosity, Rachel, when when you went back on and looked at the same hotel again, um, since you know since your reservation was cancelled, has it gone up? What, what's the price that it's up at now, or is it even available still? Yes. Yeah, so I went back on to the the hotel booking website, and it says there's no rooms available. So I went directly then to the hotel website and. That's also showing there's no room available, but there is a room for the night before um, available and that's €640. So Mm. I don't know if that's an indication of now what they will be charging for the night of the gigs, but that's like that's not something I'd be willing Mm. to pay. But presumably then, Sinead, in Rachel's instance, and look, I mean, I'm I'm a great user of the um, book now, pay later facility mm. through a lot of these third party websites. You've better um, security then, have you, if you pay yeah. instantly? And it's always a little bit more, though. That's the it reason is. why you don't. And legally, you don't have any different rights uh, because if, if a co- contractor cancels your service or your goods, they only have to refund you back what you've been lost. Uh, my, my point is that it's much harder to undo that transaction from, from an accounting perspective in the hotel if people have already paid. And if there is a, a plan here or a system at mm. play or an instruction at play, then the obvious thing for a hotel to do is, look, find out everybody who's who's booked but hasn't paid, preferably those on a third party site, cancel them. And and that's what I think we may be seeing here. And that's what makes it so unfair. And j- just out of cur- curiosity as well, Rachel, sorry, did you say, did you co- contact the hotel directly? No, I haven't contacted them directly. I've just gone back to the, the booking site that I used because um, they did have a customer service email at the end of it. Um, but I haven't heard back yet. 
So is it, Sinead, is it the hotel that's cancelling the booking or yeah. is it the booking site? Oh, no, it's not the booking site. The booking site is simply a broker, an agent. So um, now it's slightly different when it's Airbnb because you get hosts cancelling for all all kinds of reasons. That's going on as well. But that's a person to person thing uh, where booking.com or hotels.com, they are simply an agent in the process. So I would say it's probably nothing to do with them at all, but they are the low hanging fruit because it removes the individual and the hotel like one step apart. So, in fact, it, it's kind of nearly circuitous. It makes it look as if maybe the broker has, has done this, but in fact, it, it's more, well, dealing much with more likely to be the hotel. They're dealing with the hassle. So it'll be interesting to see how, how annoyed they get about this class yeah. of thing, you know. Now, the CCPC, they don't take individual complaints from people. But what they did say to me was the more people that complain to them, let lodge their complaint, register their complaint, it enables them then to go off and do a deep dive and to check it with them. So I would encourage anybody to whom that's happened. Now, Andre, we had a caller here a couple of weeks ago about the the Rugby World Cup in France, Mm. where the same crack is going on, right? Um, So anybody who has that happening, ring the CCPC, lodge your complaint, give all the details you can, if you have backup emails, screenshots, all of that stuff, that could prompt an investigation. And they have quite kind of hefty teeth if they're seeing that's happening on over and over they can only draw one conclusion if it's outside Ireland it's the European Consumer Centre ECC Ireland same thing Okay Is that something Rachel you'll consider? Um, I don't know to be honest I mean I'm obviously hoping to get the tickets first I know <laughs> um, uh, But I mean look I, I'm not too far from Dublin I'm in Mead so I could potentially get home but but that's not the the, the point mm. of it here I was trying to make it as convenient yeah. for myself of course as absolutely yeah. um but, you know, obviously I appreciate there's not everyone in my situation and there's people from all corners of the country trying to book um, to book hotels. I know on, on Twitter I've been in contact with a few people that are in a similar situation and they've also booked hotels, not the same hotel that I've booked, but other ones within the city centre vicinity and um, their bookings have now been cancelled as well. Mm. 1800-453-106 is the number if you find yourself in a similar um, similar position. I, I mean, have you had any luck getting anything else at all, Rachel, at the minute? No. Um, there is rooms available, but again, I'm not, not willing to pay the crazy kind of money. Yeah, no, the, absolutely if not. there is a glimmer of hope, what I would say is a lot of people, because the tickets for the gigs haven't become available yet, people are booking hotels as a form of insurance. And uh, it will be the case that for people who have booked and put their card against a hotel room who then don't get Taylor Swift tickets, those rooms will spring back into availability. Now, they may be a lot more mm-hmm. expensive, but but there's no point in hanging on to that room if you can't go to the concert. So, you know, it, it, they will be freed up. And, and to some extent, the hotel's many hotels will know that and they can then yeah. price them upwards because the customer has cancelled it. Uh, Daniel is on the line as well. Um, Daniel, you've been listening to, to Rachel there. Have you've a, You're in a similar position, are you? Yes, uh, I, I uh, had booked tickets, uh, or sorry, I had booked a hotel there in Dublin uh, for the Saturday night and my wife had booked separately one for the Friday night. We're in this situation like everybody else, obviously waiting on tickets. So we are fairly confident we'll get tickets because my daughter is a Taylor Swift fan and she bought a CD off her website, which gives her a 
you know, a day in advance of everybody else right. access the book. <laughs> You're real fans, Daniel. We're, we're fairly confident we'll yeah. get tickets. So we thought, well, this is great. And we got a reasonable price for the hotel. Um, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to name the hotel, but... Uh, Maybe we, don't uh, for the minute, just yeah, to really yeah. check it out. Got a, got a, we got a reasonable price and thought, yeah, that's great. Family room, two daughters going down to the concert. Even at that, we, we were anticipating the tickets themselves. The concert are going to be very expensive. So even at that, with the hotel, uh, originally at the, the original price, it was going to be an expensive weekend. Then yesterday, my wife went to me. I've just got an email via booking.com to say my room for Friday has been cancelled due to overbooking. And she was offered, I think it was accommodation, I think it was via booking.com, it was like student accommodation somewhere in the, in the University College Dublin. And um, I was then about half an hour later for the Saturday night, Was it, it told that mine was being cancelled as well Same and I was thing. offered somewhere mm-hmm. in, in Swords. So, you know, you're, you're starting to think, right, take a, a hotel room at about £1,000 plus tickets. It would nearly be cheaper to go maybe do a European city break, yeah. to be honest. Than it was. Even, it, yeah. So it just really annoying. It just, it just felt like, well, how can two separate... It just seems like a big coincidence that two separate bookings were both cancelled. Yeah, to, two nights you know, consecutively to, after. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, so Shane, well, that's a fair point. It is a fair point. And listen, I'm immersed in this myself. My daughter is a Swifty. She's one of those people who's on the, regi- the registered and her VBF and dying to go to the concerts and all of that. She has booked... She has registered for tickets in three countries... Andrea, right. Dublin, London, where she lives, Dublin, where her mammy lives, and Amsterdam, you know, where a friend of hers nice lived. Room. Yeah, and I know, but she has to get tickets. That's the point. Yeah, the well, concert tickets. Them, yeah. I mean, if she's if she's in Dublin or London, she won't have to pay for the accommodation, which is fine. But but my point is that where the hotels know this, they're, they're, they are now on high alert for the demand that is here, and people like Daniel. Uh, like Rachel, of course they're doing, especially if they've kids involved, they're doing the right thing by saying, look, let's let's stamp our name on a hotel room until we find out mm. if we've got tickets. And you're reluctant to pay up front for that yeah, because if you course. don't get well, the tickets, what's the point no, of the absolutely. hotel? But in Daniel's situation there with the two nights, um, both of them being cancelled due yeah, to uh, overcrowding. Listen, do you know like, what? That's not, a, that's not a coincidence in, in my book. Uh, I would say the booking.com thing is really about their algorithm. Their algorithm is set up so that if, if a, a provider cancels accommodation, they go off and search in the for the next area. So that, that that's not re- that's just their algo working, mm. uh, and and the fact that it's not suitable accommodation, it's in a different county, or it's not going to work. You know, I I kind of wouldn't lay that at that their door. However, if Booking.com get enough complaints from people saying this is happening to me and you're the agent here, well, what are you doing about it? The second day we're well, talking about it. absolutely. Now, Booking.com is based in the Netherlands. Um, you know, but but that's the kind of thing that if they keep getting complaints and have to use up their resources handling them, they they may well go on and get onto their providers and say stop doing this. D- Daniel, did you did you make a complaint through the third party website? I, I, I went on the TripAdvisor and left feedback. I wasn't really sure is this is this a legal is it legal to do this and, and have you any comeback? I wasn't really sure. I think I missed the conversation there because I'm just joining in. Mm. But I was wondering is there any comeback for people in this position? 
No, unfortunately, I, it is it is legal to do it uh, as long as the hotel or the provider restores you uh, at no financial loss to yourself. So if you've paid up, they must refund you. If you haven't paid, you're at no loss financially. Uh, and that's the way it's viewed. Uh, they, the law doesn't allow that you've had to go off and find more expensive accommodation and they refund you the difference. That's not what the law says. Just on the, Daniel, sorry, you said that when they cancelled due to overbooking, um, they mentioned, you know, two other potential places, UCD and somewhere else. Were they at the same price or at similar or different prices? I didn't follow, I'll be honest, I didn't follow the links through them. I just was sort of frustrated. I looked at them and thought, right, this is not what we wanted. Uh, and one was out in Swords, so it was outside, you know, the city. So yeah, it wasn't what We'd be coming for our Armagh, so it would be just, mm. you know, in terms of like the whole economy, obviously the whole, t- like our plan was to go to Dublin for the for two days. You'd be shopping, going in the local restaurants and the cafes, going in the shops mm. and obviously band stuff. So actually, you know, our money invests in the, uh, the economy. Bit of, bit, bit of a financial stretch for us at, with the tickets and stuff, you know, uh, and this this just makes it impossible. Yeah, so it's, it's going really to be an expensive weekend for sure. Is, the country's really basically for, for the people who can afford it. So it's, you know, that's the demographic yeah. of the people who are going to be going to the concert. Uh, Chloe is on the line as well. Chloe, why did you get in touch? You've been listening to this. Um, hi, Andrea. How are you? Good. Um, I got in touch. Um, myself and my boyfriend were down at the two Johnnies there about two weeks ago in Cork. Um, we were looking at hotel prices for down there. Um, and they did the same thing that they're doing for... Taylor Swift fans up in Dublin, um, normal prices would be around 152 and we were looking at prices from up to 600 to 700 euros a night. Like, they're just crazy. And also, my family, we go to a lot of the Ireland soccer matches and, and we looked at prices for September. And it's a Sunday game, so we were saying we might go up Saturday and stay the night to make a day out of it. Mm. And the, the prices that these hotels, like the likes of Ballsbridge, out direction of the Viva, are quoting four or five hundred euros a night for just a double room like it's it's crazy lately so it's it's making things a lot harder like I'm only an hour from Dublin like one of the ladies she said she was from me yeah and um, we're not that far but I have a child it's a lot of going it's a lot of money um just crazy. I really think that they're absolutely milking everything at the moment. Well, in terms, Sinead, I suppose, just for people listening to this today who are in the same situation, it's mm. the CCPC is the I website. Do, yeah, two things. The first is uh, let the CCPC, ccpc.ie, you fill out the form there, let them know of your grievance with as much detail as you have. They can't do individual responses, but they will build up a body of evidence and tackle it. The second thing is contact either your local TD or the Minister Catherine Martin because the, this is a political hot potato now, this stuff, because the government has given great tax breaks to the hospitality industry mm. uh, and they have they have indicated that they will not put up with this. I don't know. Let's see how strongly they take that. I would be bombarding. Okay. So we're going uh, to TDs say contact your yeah, local Yeah, because this is local business and as Daniel said earlier, he's he was happy to dump his money, you know, in local restaurants and pubs. Yeah. And they hate that as well. Now look, for t- the likes of Taylor Swift, I can't talk about the two, two Johnnies, but for the likes of Taylor Swift, the place is going to be swamped anyway. No, no question of that. But uh, this is the kind of thing that the government claimed they did not want to happen and that they would tackle yeah. in terms of price gouging. Now is the time to find out your local TD or or email uh, the department I and, mean, and deal with The it. other thing, and maybe it's a conversation for another day, but the other thing is um, naming and shaming is usually a, yeah. 
It's usually exactly, a good um, Exactly. I have a call into the Irish Hotels Federation. They didn't respond. They sent me to PR. The PR didn't pick up. Look, I, I, I think this is something mm. they are going to have to address uh, and come out and give us their stance. Think about this. Their stance. Yeah. What is their stance when hotels do that? And and if they're a member of the IHA, yeah. are they prepared well, to stand over that? Texts now and stories coming in from people as well. But I suppose, as you said, the CCPC lodge your lodge your complaint yeah. there anyway for sure. Listen, Daniel, Chloe, uh, and Rachel. Thanks a million, Sinead Ryan, as always, as well on a Monday afternoon. Look, lunchtime live with Andrea Gilligan weekdays at midday on News Talk.